drinking, bro. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Yes! Welcome! Welcome, welcome to Drinking Bros! I was not ready for that. Why not? Just, Why not? That was a lot of intensity. Go God damn it. it! Sometimes you need it to start off the day. You gotta start off the day. Especially this intimate setting. I'm yeah. staring into Ross's eyes right now. We're live from Los Angeles. We're live from Los Angeles. It's fantastic. Man. Isn't it? It is. Isn't it? It's like a it's like it's a real, like, real shot of life. Like today. Eli said, a fucking campfire over here. Oh. We, we literally have a microphone Roasting. sitting in between it's us. Warm like it up. It's warm wonderful. It the fuck up. Tell some stories. This is the first podcast other than the live one we did in Vegas that uh we've been together, Ross. Like, I know. I'm quite excited. I know. I'm 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 hard. I'm a little hard. I'm like I'm like a kid that just finally orgasmed and shot semen for the first time. So it's like, oh my god, thirty seconds awesome. and we got a semen I had joke. To. I had to. Thirty <laughs> seconds and we got a semen joke. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are sponsored tonight by Carnivore Club. What goes great with both beer and wine? Fucking meat. For those meat eaters listening, imagine this. Every month, someone packs two pounds of the tastiest, high-quality, dry-cured meat they can find into a box. And then they fucking mail that box to you. It's it's a new meat every month, kids. They've got venison jerky, wild boar salami, spicy spreadable pork, you name it. Is it a real thing? You're goddamn right it's a real thing. And it's called Carnivore Club. Taste it for yourself. Go to carnivoreclub.co, that's .co, and sign up. You can use the promo code DRINKINBROS, D-R-I-K-I-N-B-R-O-S, to get 10% off your first box. Dude, that's some fucking energy. Isn't it? God damn it. No shit, they sent us, so they sent us like, I don't know, four pounds of meat. And collectively, we, we collect. Yeah, we had it. I want to say meat a lot. Yeah, on this show. Yeah, we, we had it sitting out on the podcast, and we were doing the live one that time. And I'm sitting there just fucking eat. Like throughout the show, I ate like literally <laughs> like two, two pounds, pounds of, of salami. No and one ate more salami than Jared, though. Oh well, yeah, he's a salami king, boy. Dude. He might as well have ripped his shirt off that day, oh, and just he went fat boy crazy with it. <laughs> he took down. He took down an entire brick of salami that one. <laughs> he really did. You gotta relax your throat for that. I know. Oh, yeah, I know. How do you, I know, you know that? Before we get into relaxing our throat, we'll yeah. get to the other sponsors. Our other sponsors tonight are are the Nectar of the Gods, uh, uh, the, the, the Queen's Blood of the Land. If you opened up a kangaroo's arm and and, and bled into a bottle, uh, it would be the the finest tasting whiskey you've ever had in your life. That is Lead Slinger's whiskey. Which I would like to mention, we have the rum just came out now. It's live. The Napalm's live and along with uh, the standard bourbon and all new motherfucking bottles. Well, patent issue, but I think the bottle's better now, so it's fucking rad. I love it. I love the guy. The new bottles are great. The new bottles are great. And the, the beauty of those new bottles, if you get in a street fight, yeah, there, there are a lot. You can take a lot more people well, down. There's those more new bottles. surface area for yeah. a good headshot. Yep. You so know? if you're if you're in St. Louis or Chicago or ba- let's say Baltimore happens again, those riots, <laughs> break those bottles out. You can really cut motherfuckers up with that. Um, our next sponsor is of course the greatest piece of literature of all time. If you took Doc Holliday's dick. Uh, back when he was banging prostitutes well, in the 1800s, is it flaccid or is it soft or hard? Well, it's, well, it's it's soft, obviously. Oh, okay. Because you gotta, you're gonna have to get some blood out of that. Okay, yeah. Okay. Blood out of that, squeezed it through, through a typewriter, <laughs> took that blood through the typewriter, put it on a quill, and then wrote the finest book ever. It is called "At Night She Cries While well, he, he Rides the Steed," a romance novel for dudes. <laughs> I feel like, and this is also sponsored by the fucked up mind of Ross Patterson. Oh, <laughs> you're yeah. welcome. You're welcome, world. Go and grab yourself a copy. 
on Amazon or Audible.com or any fucking bookstore, except for Walmart. There's nudity in the book, and they, they, they shunned it. They shunned us. They shunned it. We, we do have some pretty cool shit today, though. We, we uh, will introduce, we don't have the standard crew here. Rocco and JT are off doing shit for America, so yeah. they can't be with us today. Uh, but we have, yeah, they're freedom fighting, right? The, the big dick daddy himself, Mr. Ross Patterson. Oh, <laughs> and you get to see it up close and personal oh, today. God, like entirely too many times. Ah, it's yeah. Entirely too many times. It's shaved. It's, it's shaved. Like, we've been, that. we've, been, we've yeah. spent a lot of time together. Yeah, we want everyone to know that Ross has really spent a lot of time... Uh, Shorning his balls. And, well, shaving my pubic hair. Here's the thing: it gives you an extra inch and a half, which obviously, on top of what I got, we're looking at nine point five. But <laughs> it's also it improves my time in the forty yard dash, just in case I want to get in the NFL combine. Right, you never know. You don't. Th- does it help on the two twenty five bench press though? Uh, no, no, it doesn't. I actually. thought you could kind of hit it off the floor and get hip, hip thrust. The surface is too smooth, uh, so I, w- I wiggle on the bench flips. a lot. I wiggle on the so bench. So along with Ross, <laughs> that was Nick Palmashano from Ranger. Ranger. Uh, up talking. Hello, yes. sir. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Yeah, <laughs> Nick, Nick's all spry tonight. Uh, and if you don't, if you're not familiar with Ranger Up Apparel, uh, they've got great, great T-shirts, shorts. You got signs. You got a lot of got shit all, going all on. All kinds there. of shit. Yeah. Leggings. Leggings. Dude, yeah. the leggings are badass. They you are did say you'd send me a pair, but I you did. You, you, yeah. did? Oh. Wow. I'm excited. I, yeah. I want to wear a pair. Why do you have to be hurtful like that? <laughs> I, I, fuck, I fucking come through, man. I bet you I bet you Mel took them though. No, they were for Mel. That's okay. She's got, okay. She's got a better ass than me, so I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about it. All right. Don't good. be so hard on yourself. Okay. You've been working hard. Along with that, Ra- Ranger Up is also who was uh, part of the movie with us. They are. You know? They are. And the reason why we were in, in Los Angeles uh this uh the last two weeks is we are locking the edit on range fifteen. Uh, which is coming out to the world very, very shortly, yes. and we're looking forward to that. We also got one more guest tonight. Who do we, who do we got? Who was also in the movie? Yes, you were. I you was. played a great. I won't get. We don't want to give it away. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Welcome, Eli. I can. Uh, huh? I said Eli. I, I don't know. I'm just repeating what you say. My name is Eli. My name is Eli. There's a book. Show me the blueprints. Show me the blueprints. Eli works with uh, Rocket Jump, who, if you're not familiar with, is Freddie W's kind of production company. I man, I watched you guys since reason kind of started getting to YouTube was I used to watch fucking Freddie W so much that I was like, man, I want to give this a shot because I just loved awesome. your guys' channel. So. Check out Rocket Jump. They do, it's right up our alley, like crazy ass guns, VFX shit, great comedy. They did shit with Keenan Peel. Keenan, yeah. A lot of other stuff. It's fucking I, you awesome. You know, I just saw a Black Rifle Coffee commercial you did yep. today. It was yep. fucking that hilarious. Was, that was fucking yeah. awesome. That was, True uh, friends that came through did a commercial for us and didn't even, just for fun. So didn't even charge. No. Nothing. No beaches. No well, side I mean, beaches? Dude, I don't give a handy. We're, it's so <laughs> intimate right yeah. in this setting. Like, we're, we're around each other we're gonna, now. We're going to see what happens. It can be a lot of eye contact. Yeah. A four-way hand jobs, the best hand jobs, what my, my grandfather says. <laughs> like he was in World War Two, so he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about. Well, well, kids, uh, while we're out in Los Angeles, uh, locking the edit of, of a movie is uh, extremely tedious. So to break up the, the monotony, we go out with each other. And uh, Saturday night, kids, we went to, uh, we went to see the, uh, the old UFC fight with uh, Kenneth McGregor. McGregor. Some tings. And, and Holly Holm. And there was uh, yeah. a couple upsets. upsets a couple upsets, which Nick Palmashano, you, you're saying there, is no, there, there wasn't an upset. Um, there, there was no upset in the main event. Okay. The, the the co-main event was definitely an upset. Right. Okay. And and and, and, and let's discuss this. Oh. And well, one thing real quick, I haven't looked up the the data on that, but is there ever a time that two title holders have lost on the same card before? 
Yes. There uh, it was. Yes, I'm trying to remember when it was, but this isn't the first time that's okay, happened. Okay, okay. Oh, I mean, uh, when, uh, what's her name lost? Uh, two Holly. That was two titles in a... Ronda? Ronda, Ronda, Ronda and then... Uh, Fought, oh, uh, you're right, Luke Rockwall. Yeah. Oh yeah, Luke yeah, Rockwall. Yeah. Yeah, both them. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. there's two upsets in one. Day. Thank God Eli's here because yeah. we were gonna have to Google it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and everybody loves a good Google on a yeah. podcast. Listening yep. to us. Yeah. If you guys hold on, we're googling it, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, hang on. Fifteen 10 or sixteen more yeah. minutes, we'll have this knocked out. <laughs> now, if you guys didn't watch the fight, it was um, Conor McGregor was supposed to fight uh, Dos Anjos at the 155 pound division. We talked about this. Whatever, pretty much Nate couldn't. Nate Diaz couldn't make the weight, uh, so they he took the fight at 170. Which I think previous episodes I've talked. I'm not. I'm not on the Conor McGregor hype train, but I give the guy I a am. lot of balls for I fucking am. jumping up there. I know you are. This side, and of we're, gonna, this we're side gonna get, of the get into that. I know. I love him. <laughs> but uh, you know, he he came out, picked apart Nate, pretty decent the first round. Uh, it was a good boxing match, great fight, and then kind of just gassed himself and. Uh, you know, jumping up, to, I think twenty five pounds. Anything that that's a hard press thing to do, especially with someone like Nate, who like his striking is just it doesn't stop. And I will say this, you know? Nick and Matt, you you guys were not surprised by this. And explain. No. We explain actually why. called during the fight. We we called the round and how it was going to end. Yeah. yeah. So Connor is is his game is and first of all, both Matt and I have a lot of appreciation for these guys. We don't hate Connor McGregor. We don't. You know, it's not anything like that. But his game is he's just so much bigger and more powerful than everybody at 145. I right. mean, he's he's a man among boys. Right. And so, like, if he catches one of those dudes, they're done. Like, he's just a huge guy. Jumping up to 55, that's a possibility for him. Mm-hmm. You start talking about going against guys that are used to dealing with much bigger people that can last longer, it's a totally different story. So I mean, if you're fighting at 170, you're probably walking around at 195, 190, you yeah. know, 200. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, it, how, how tall is he? Uh, McGregor? Shit, McGregor's pretty tall. He, I want to say he's, he's, I want to say he's almost six. Like he's like 5'11 yeah. or something. Reaches 62 inches. Yeah. So, so did, Nate, did Nate cut any weight, you think? To he, get to 170? Yeah. yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, for sure. How do, you, how do you do that in two weeks, I guess, is my question. You can cut, Water, a, you can cut a lot of weight. A, a week is about when a cut starts. Well, diet happens before yeah. that, but the, okay. the week is when you start to really lose yeah. all that water weight. You're doing sauna. You're doing, yeah, a lot of yeah. shit. To put it in perspective, like, you know, a long time ago I was a wrestler, and, like, if you, the worst cut in a single day for me was 12 pounds. So it's possible. You, wow. can, dro- you can drop weight like a motherfucker Jesus. if you have to. And those guys have 24 hours to recover. Yeah, right. So... You can do it. And Nate's up. usually a 155er. The reason he couldn't make 155 in time is because he took the fight on 10 days' notice. Gotcha. But so even him as a 155, he's a dude that is built for the long game. Like he will throw the same number of punches in the first round as the fifth round. He's right. just in great shape. Yeah. Connor has never been tested like that. So Connor came out, gave his Especially best. Especially with the extra weight on him, I think. Yeah, too. yeah, and the extra, you're right. And that's the thing, is the more muscle you're carrying, the more weight you're carrying, the more tired you get. Well, that's even when you, when some of the interviews after the fight with McGregor, like, if you look at that first round, McGregor tagged Nate so fucking hard, but that's the thing, it's like, I, Nate is so hard to knock out. Like, he's got that dude's the that <laughs> yeah, chin of a fucking I, his, his god. But his face after the fight Oh, it's fucked crushed. up. Oh, dude, yeah. he caught him so yeah. bad. Yeah, 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 of course. But, but, but what, also, go ahead, man. I was going to say, like, McGregor, even if, said afterwards he's like all these shots that would have dropped the people in my weight class yeah, yeah. dude just kept fighting yeah. he's like yeah. i'm not used to 
like being able to hit somebody and then just being like, uh, I think it's yeah. a good humbling moment from Greer. You know, yeah. I, I figured he was going to probably get lose if it made it past the second round, which I didn't think he'd knock out Nate. Then we knew he'd get probably submitted. Um, but give Nate credit too. A lot of those punches that he, even the ones he got hammered with, he was still moving back because he's a great boxer. So he's yeah. catching the punch, but he's flowing with it yeah. right. as opposed to just eating it. Right. And so then, you know, after round one, McGregor gave him <laughs> everything he had and we were just like, this Dude, is I've, over. Dude, I yeah. feel like this it was over. you seeing a vagina for the first time. <laughs> I was sitting in front of Ross and he's like looking at the screen and then he slips in the rear naked you're like no 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 what's gonna happen to me it was a braveheart moment where the 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 axe is coming down the hanky just slowly releases from the hands yeah and you're like oh fuck it's gonna that's it it's over like and there's that blink and that slow blink in the background where you're like fuck man he looks at his buddy his buddy looks at him it's over there's nothing i can do because i'm all hyped up and caught up in his whole shit and i want him to win um and now now he's gone the hero's gone. Yep. The mystique is is knocked off. The the he's still you know the champ at one forty five. But we'll see how he comes. He's been super humble about it, and he's getting a lot of love for that, and, so. which is all great. But still, you lost. Yeah, and sure. nobody wanted to see that. But that is, but again, that is Ronda third Rousey. loss. And it's, it's third gonna, loss. It's Same with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Ronda gonna be Ronda interesting Ronda. to see what happens because does he does he go for the champ at one fifty five after losing to Nate? Right. Because I mean, I, I look at it now and I'm like, you're gonna get murdered. I think I think he need, I think he's going to stay at 145 and defend that a few times, get his confidence back up, and go from there. Yeah. If he, I, if he yeah, I think successful. you're right. I think yeah. you're right. I think he's but I think he's got an ego and he's going to go after Nate again. Eventually, he's already, yeah. he's already yeah. said it. Yeah. He's already said it. Yeah. But what about Holly Holm? That was pretty crazy. Holly Holm, holy shit! Yeah. Uh, I did. I another one. I did not see coming. I know you didn't, Nick. I did not. Uh, so I'm I'm super tight with Greg Jackson. I love me some Greg Jackson and Holly, who was is, also a stunt coordinator on our yeah. film. Who was a stunt coordinator a good, on our movie? Amazing and, guy. And he did that because he's a great dude on yeah. short notice. Because we needed somebody that could actually get the job. If you don't know who Greg yeah. Jackson is, so Greg Jackson is Greg Jackson and Winkle John, who has pretty much the most prestigious uh, MMA camp out there. Yep. John Jones. A lot of the champions you see in the UFC are all out of the camp. It's he's he's by far I think the best coach. Um, combined yeah. with Winkle John in the world. He, he's amazing, and he's an amazing dude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so and anybody that's in his camp, for the most part, like, I have to pull for. And I've met Holly a bunch, and she's super sweet. Uh, and She looks hotter in this fight, you know? She didn't look hot that hot to me in the, uh, the Ronda Rousey fight. And this one, really? when she rolled that's out, she looked were, a little you, cuter. You were staring at Ronda, you know? I, know. I think <laughs> that's what it was. Because you always go for the for the big name. I do. You're, you're, a, hype, I do. you're a hype I'm, train I guy. I am. I love all of it. So I, love, I sitting, love the magic of it, there. the pageantry. I yeah, do. you're sitting there going, man, I want to have sex with Ronda Rousey, and you're not appreciating that there's another. Hot so that's girl on that's the what we were side. talking about. What I like the dominance of Ronda. What Rousey. was the what was the term you used? It was like showcase versus fighting, or the uh, the the uh, the hype, uh, the hype, uh, the the fight versus spectacle. Yeah, fight. We, fight versus spectacle is what it is because I like I enjoy the spectacle of it. I enjoy the personalities of it. And I get wrapped up in it, and that started as a kid since like WWF days. I was gonna say WWF. You that was to be like, a wrestler. but you, as a kid growing up, and you you get used to that, you know the big entrances, Randy Savage, yep. fucking Hogan, all those guys. Then you expect all of this shit, and then even going into the eighties, because then you know late eighties Tyson yeah. took over, and you were like, oh fuck, yeah. this is awesome. And then you you still had Holyfield, you had the big fights, big fights. Now since you know Mayweather kind of took over the sport in boxing, it just got boring. It's boring. Boring yeah. shit. It kind of died. So then I found myself, you know, migrating over to. I'm a carpet bagger over to UFC, <laughs> where I was like, I am, and I'll self-admittedly that because I am a huge boxing fan. And then, but once all the stars, you know, started fading, De La Hoya, all those guys were out. Yep. There's no heavyweights. I could give a shit about the fucking, 
you know. Klitschko? Yeah, oh, God. Yeah. The Klitschko brothers might as well be those two twins and fucking, you know, what's the Jack Nicholson movie? The Jack Nicholson movie? Oh, Nicholson movie? I went somewhere totally different. Nah, either way. Shining? <laughs> yeah, Shining. Yeah, the Shining. The Shining. Yeah, those two twins in The Shining I, I can me. see Jared listening to this episode in his car right now cringing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why is it it's a sports episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the dicks? They split my pelvis. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody split my pelvis. But so I, I migrated over to UFC after that, and um, the the people that I enjoy watching the most, Ronda Rousey, McGregor, yeah, um, even Bones Jones, you know, yeah, uh, he's coming, he's coming back. Jones. yeah. he'll be but back even, to fight Cormier. You know, even uh, taking it back a little further, like uh, Tito, Tito Ortiz, and uh, hate me some Tito. I know, he's but a shit. it's the whole, it's the whole, you know, even Brock Lesnar. Because yeah. you knew there was... I feel like him, this is kind of an obscure reference, but Mayhem Miller would be like Ross's favorite fighter. Oh, yeah. Because when yeah, he fought yeah. in Pride, dude, he'd come out with the pink hair. Yeah. He'd come out with like six dancers and do like... Oh, that's, be that's, dancing that's, that's all over my shit. And then yeah. he'd be yeah. rear... Got a guy like in a rear naked flicking off the crowd like before he chokes him out. Just, I mean... And Tom, and Tom Lawler, who you Tom saw Lawler. the other night, but yeah. he didn't get to do his shit because of Reebok. Yeah. Damn it, Reebok. Uh, yeah, and I... By the way... But if you want to sponsor... Like him a lot. That was a fun one. Yeah. Awesome, yeah, he's awesome. I'd like to see somebody like that on the come up because here's my biggest fear now is who takes over. I mean, immediately after that fight, if you noticed, they said, Well, Ron is coming back to fight Misha, and it was just like Dana White was like, Oh my god, we got I can find somebody, yeah. But I don't even know if that's what Ronda wants. I think, no, I think Ronda wants to fight Holly, yeah, Yeah. and Holly wants the belt back, so you get this weird like love triangle going. No, but I think this is what the scissors, yeah. Dana wants, wants Ronda to come back, take out Misha Tate again, which who knows. After a loss, I think she's gonna do it. I think she, so. Then now it puts Ronda's title. Then they can sell that Holly Home rematch. I, like I don't know how Misha beats Ronda. That's the thing. Like there's a lot of ways for Holly to beat Ronda. There's a lot of ways for Holly to beat Misha and Misha to beat Holly. If but, people don't know, he's talking about Misha Tate, who just won the title from Holly Holm, uh, the yeah. bantamweight title, and also she's been defeated by Ronda Rousey twice in, um, in brutal fashion and and, yeah. and very decisive. You know, like, Misha's not going to outbox Ronda. She doesn't hit hard enough to knock Ronda out. Right. So that means she's got to beat her on the ground, which, let's be honest, as good as she is at jiu-jitsu, Ronda's I want a Misha totally to beat me on the ground. I know she's got a nice ass, uh, uh, Misha? Yeah. Uh, she got the DTD. Yeah. Damn I mean, titties, though. A lot of people were saying <laughs> oh, that yeah. at the bar. Yeah. yeah. In case my wife was listening, I didn't say that. I overheard, like, nine <laughs> people saying that. <laughs> DTD, damn titties, though. And I asked you, I was like, dude, are those new? Because I, I don't, I've seen her fight a few like, times me, in the past. Me, like, those are... They're upgraded, you yeah. know? Yeah. I would have a man off with her boyfriend, you know? Like, he's obviously an MMA fighter as well. He beat right. my ass, but then I'll fucking Same shoot him, class. you know? Same way. Yeah, class. he's like, like you might be able to fight better, but I'm a real man. I'm, I have my 200-pound card, you know? If you're in the same weight class as your your girlfriend, I, shit's fucked up. Like, it's, <laughs> it's going to be weird. It's probably a weird relationship anyways, you know? They probably spar together. Oh, probably, boy. Oh, can yeah. you imagine that? Oh, yeah. Dirty, cauliflower ears, the whole shit, like, you know? You know. Hey, you you didn't take out the fucking let's trash, go. so Misha's like, blah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's go get our ears drained together. Oh, <laughs> you know, arms interlocked and, like, yeah. a syringe in the ear. Sucking the blood out, yeah. you know? Like, uh, I, be, I bet he might be one to get pegged. Like, I feel like cause she's, like, an alpha male. She really wants to throw in that strap on. Yeah, and, hashtag relationship goals. Yeah, band white champion right here. Yeah, you got the belt. No, you I got, got the, the belt. belt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's a nice that's a nice little thing they that's, got going. Yeah. Maybe, hey, maybe they figured it out. They the rest figured of it out. God bless their souls. The rest of know? us haven't. Yeah. We're gonna find somebody in our own weight class. <laughs> yeah. Hell, I weigh yeah. 225 pounds. That's I'm gonna find some in my weight class. What about that girl from uh, 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 Game of Thrones? Which one's that? She, she's probably the about your weight. 
the, man. the female knight. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, she's a she's a big. I could one. go for like a maybe a one seventy five CrossFit get you chick, a, like a cute seven. I don't foot. know. I think we can find you a seven foot. Yeah, CrossFit. Just, I think we just paint her yeah. blue and call her fuck her like an avatar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all, I'm, see you. all I'm saying is that if Mel ever dumps you, I'm gonna find you a two hundred pound girl. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. True yeah. friends right there. You know what's like? Who's a good deuce and a half girl for you? Whoa, so he's uh, not two fifty. No, no, no. You're, no, no, you're hurting said, his feelings. I know, but he's here's the thing. Matt's been working out a lot. You're, this, you're, he's not getting to decent and a half unless. But you're, you're, you're probably what two fifteen now. No, I'm two like two twenty two on okay. a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so at, at two twenty two, he's not looking for decent and a half though. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Athleticism will go to shit. But two twenty two yeah. is know, still a big weight. He won't be able to do pull ups on helicopters yeah. anymore. Yeah. He'll just be like, ah. Two twenty two is a big weight. That's a big weight for a girl. You're looking at you know Rebel Wilson, Adele, that type of. Oh, man, again, I, I would wife up Adele, Same dude. Here. Same way we e- had this every conversation. Every morning, just wake up to fucking hello. Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're yawning. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. It's me. I've been yeah. cooking eggs for you. You're like, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah bitch. Yep. Don't worry about it. But like fighting wise, I, you know, to find a girl that big, oh, she's God. she's taking she's taking man dumps. Yeah. She's dumping out like a man. Like Rhonda. You need that you need that potty thing. <laughs> that yeah. potty thing we But saw. to be fair, you gotta keep potty. in mind that yeah. he's cutting though. Matt would cut to one eighty five if he was a fighter. Uh yeah, maybe at least to a, yeah, let's say one I could cut okay. to one eighty five. You'd be a one eighty five. Yeah, oh for sure. If to fight smartly. So yeah. you're looking at one of those like uh WWE divas. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. the diva chicks. Gina Carano fight. probably walks at one eighty. There you go. I always say Serrano. It should be Serrano. But I don't fuck is it, is it a hard C or a soft C? Yeah, um, I think there's a silent H in there. Yeah, well, she's Hollywood now. She probably went soft C with it. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. I like her. She's yeah. a stud girl. She, didn't she fight? I don't know. She was just in an action movie or some shit. I no, I get it. Because yeah, because that's what happens yeah. in Hollywood. You're going to drop that she's M. She's just in Fast yeah. and Furious. Yeah, it, it's going to be at. Yeah, <laughs> since Ot. I already have one, Ot only best. one T. Ot. Hi, I'm at best. And we'll throw an umlaut over that so they know to pronounce it. Yeah, Yust. Yeah. Yeah, I go by. I used to go by Yas for a little bit, you know, when I felt. Yeah. Like, Ten I, years from now, he'll have changed his last name because he doesn't want to put other people out by saying he's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I changed like legend or something like that. <laughs> you know, yeah. A little more humble than best. Like, I'm the best. No, Matt, I'm Matt just perfection. a legend. Matt perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, so you know, going back to these uh, the the fight versus spectacle, what was something that you looked forward to growing up? Like, what was your big you know match sporting event wise that you were amped about? How far back are we going? You can go as far back as you want. If we want to go all like, the way back, un- wrestling with your uncle in the closet, Res- WrestleMania three. <laughs> okay, that's what was you called it. Huge. Okay. <laughs> and who who was the main uh, who was the main fight that night? Uh, to be honest, I don't even remember what the main fight was, uh-huh. but the fight that I do remember. Is Macho Man Randy Savage versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? Oh, all right, yeah. It was like the longest fight in history. Amazing, like, and it was just like back then I didn't realize it wasn't real. So like, you know, we uncle had it on pay per view, and we're like, oh my god, this is the greatest moment ever. Yeah. Fast forward a few more years, and it would have to be. Tyson versus Michael Sphinx. Mm. You know, I, I, ironically, that was mine. Um, I was a kid. I stole it from you. I stole it I know from you. What are you, you going to talk about now, motherfucker? I know. I know you did. No, but mine's, mine's a good one because uh, back then with pay-per-view, they didn't have it uh, in home. So you couldn't, we couldn't get it off a cable box. So they were renting out arenas. And I was in Chattanooga, Tennessee for that, that Tyson Sphinx fight. Yep. And uh, on the, the campus of uh, University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. So I, I went to an arena to watch something on a Jumbotron with fucking 10,000 other people. Oh, shit. Every Crazy. seat was sold out to yeah. watch this fight. It was uh, huge. Yeah, it was huge. Tickets were like 50 or 60 bucks a piece. I go with my dad um, right that- before the fight fight starts. 
he went to go get a hot dog, a hot dog and a beer, came back and the fight was over. And, and literally, he ran in and was like, what the fuck just happened? And it, I think it was like 90 seconds. 90 seconds, eight mm-hmm. punches, something like that. Yeah, and it, yeah. but still, the excitement. And I was a kid and I was by myself, like, uh, with, with all these people going ape fuck over yeah. it. And I'm like, oh my God. The power of seeing that and then crazy, crazy, and the because, energy because that, that was promotion at its finest. Yes, too. because back then you were like, oh shit, this guy could beat Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could. This is going to be the best fight ever, and everyone's like around the TV and it's pay per view. And back then, pay per view was like a big deal. Like if you got pay per view, you, 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 or you had to go like, to somebody else's yeah. house. Yeah. Like, we made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because back then you were going to other people's houses and it was like, burn suitcases of money. We got pay per view. Exactly, exactly. Like you were the big dick on the block if you had the fight that night. And Tyson just walked out there, like, you know, smoked a cigar and then threw a punch, and it was fucking over. And he had that t- that white towel that he had yeah. cut the hole through, and didn't it was just like, shit. didn't give a fuck. And that was awesome. Like, yep. I miss shit like that today. That's Hence why yeah. McGregor, that really RIP'd me, you know? Like, I was just... <laughs> I think there's... He's well, going to rally back, and everyone's going to forget, though. And yeah. I think it's... They're going to make an allowance for him. Ah, he was up two weight classes in, like, two, three fights from now. As long as he wins in dominant fashion, I think you're you're correct. The only thing about that fight that I question, and this is the, Matt and I were talking about this, is a lot of times in fights when somebody's getting beat up, the way they quit is to roll over and get choked out. Right. And I don't know if he did that or not. Well, he like, tapped. Uh, he tapped. And Matt, you he, said. He, ta- he tapped, but like people tap all the time. Like some people. Well, I go, mean, I will say in his hype training, he has said, if you're tapping in the ring, you've quit. I'm willing to die in there. And I'm like, yeah. ah, yeah, you tap uh, real quick. He didn't die in there. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't die in there. Yeah. So, Holly didn't tap. Yeah. She was fucking punching the air. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Holly boy. was fighting imaginary. She was fighting windmills. Yeah. 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 I just see what I did there? Yeah. 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 There's like three people out there that got it. But I, I will say, <laughs> he was the unfortunate thing about the UFC is I think how it's progressed sometimes. Some people like to do the same fight and we love the shit out of holly but if you look at that fight she came out and just kind of didn't want to lose yeah instead of being a proactive like i'm here to fight and unfortunately that's the culture of the ufc and the mma right now sometimes 70 percent of the fighters like let's just play this safe work my game plan and of course you have a game plan instead of like let's engage let's get in a fucking fist fight and obviously that's what fans enjoy you know yeah well i i had heard the rumor uh that she was gonna get seven million for a rematch against ronda rousey yep. that's a that's a big thing mentally to go yep. into a ring saying holy shit i I'm, just gotta win this so i can get that huge payday I, next yeah. i i think i think it's it's different though i think it's a different mindset when you're fighting ronda rousey a month ago there's nothing to lose she's been murdering Everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she went into that fight with nothing to lose like a fucking predator. She's like, yeah. I'm going to beat this girl, and if I don't, yeah. I'm going to go out on my shield. Right. Where with, she just beat Ronda Rousey, now she's fighting Misha Tate, somebody that Ronda smoked twice. Yeah, like, quickly. There's actually more pressure, right? Like, well, she I'm, even said yeah. that in her interview. She's like, of course there's a lot of, there's more pressure for this fight. I don't want to be a one-hit wonder. She legit said that. And yeah, you're like, yeah. If that's in your head, girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I, I'm started. just going back to thinking about when I used to compete and whether whether it was boxing or wrestling or judo, Dick-sucking. whatever, yeah. like if you're going against somebody that's good, you're like amped. You're like, I'm going to take it to him. You're focused on that. But if you're going against somebody that sucks, like in the back of your head, no matter how badass you are, you're like, Oh, I gotta fucking smoke this guy. If I don't smoke this guy, I'm gonna hear about it. Like yeah, if yeah, yeah. Something happens if I screw up, and you know, like you're, it's a different concern. It's not like, like I'm bringing it to him. I'm bringing the game. It's like ah, I can't embarrass myself against this piece of shit. And so I kind of think that. So it'd be like you and I in a boxing match. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> oh man, like I don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what about you, Eli? So gr- growing up as a kid, what was the one thing, like the one mm-hmm. main he's, event? He's a fighter too. He's being quiet Pro- over here. Pride fights. I pride fights. I fucking well. yeah. loved pride. So I started yeah. doing 
MMA and shit back in 98, back in the, my garage. Oh, my yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just beat the fuck out of each other. It's fighting neighbors, uncles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of uncles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so, bu- so what, what was your bus biggest, driver. What, what, was it, what was the biggest thing you were hyped about and that everybody rallied around and, and, and got together for? Sakuraba versus Gracie. Hoist. Yeah, Sakur- oh, okay. Sakuraba was the Gracie killer. Boom. Like, he used to wear a gi, too, right? Out to, was he the one that used to wear a karate yeah. gi out in the ring? Hoisted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hoisted. yeah. yeah. That was back in the day. Or jiu-jitsu gi, but yeah. Uh, whatever. A gi's a gi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a gi. Yeah. It's a gi. I, I, you want to know why he wears I'm it? Not Small factoid. He said back in the early fight days, he wore it because people had some kind of inclination that they wanted to grab a hold of him, so it was easier and for him to lock. do a takedown. Oh, wow. So instead of wearing yeah. that, people were more wanting to keep the distance, whereas when they had a gi, he'd come in, hit that hit, they'd try to grab the gi, and boom, sweep to yeah. the ground. Could you do that in today? No. You're, you're not no, allowed I mean, to do it. Right. Now there's yeah. rules about what you have to wear. It's all yeah. Reebok, too. They came in yeah. and... And fuck the whole yeah, game. They're like, now they're like, no, but you can't even have Even if Reebok care. made a gi, it would be illegal. <laughs> okay, a Reebok gi? Reebok yeah. gi. That would, that would be something like that Kanye made. Oh, it's a Reebok gi. Go and buy it. Eight grand. It's a Kanye yeah. gi. Eight grand, yeah. It's Kanye. A, it's a Yeezy gi. A Kanye. My, my, Yeezy gi. For it's Kanye, my, my fucking thing still stands. If Kanye wants to fight 50 grand for charity, let's fucking do it, bro. <laughs> I'm sure I'll, that, that 50 grand I'll, I'll break that jaw twice. I would, I would, I would fight Kanye as well. Fuck, yeah. yeah. If he doesn't want to fight Matt, I'm available. Okay. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> and what about you, Matt? What event growing up were you looking forward to the most? Dude, honestly, I got into fighting way later in my, my, my life. But Could be anything. Sports? No. No, I know. Yeah, but fighting cricket, <laughs> cricket, cricket. Yeah, crochet. man. What's that Olympic sport when they have the fucking ice, the ice. and you, you, oh, you yeah. push curling. the curl? oh, curling? Curling, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Olympics, two thousand and four yeah. curling match, yeah. Canada versus America. Salt Lake City Winter Olympics. <laughs> I was fucking hard. It as was shit. Nagano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to yeah, be yeah. honest, what really got me into like what is fighting and being a fan was uh, Holyfield versus Tyson. We went over to my dad's uh, fucking friend's house and they were all huge boxing fans yeah. i didn't really get it i didn't really understand how insane the fight was and then the ear bite and like the whole party was just like oh, what the like the uh, disappointment yeah, yeah. of it and i was like what is this and then from there i was like oh fuck fighting's really cool yeah like yeah i want i want to be some people tired of getting my ass getting fucking beat. ears off yep. yeah. yeah that night it was funny why i started getting into fighting too and jiu-jitsu was i had a guy in like fucking high school i was like a freshman i was like yeah i matured way late but Pretty much whooped my ass, you know? Said yeah. something. So you look at me, bitch? I was like, no. Bah! And it fucking <laughs> dropped me, and I, like, had no idea how to defend myself. So I was like, How I old should... are you? Oh, fuck. I don't know. 13, 12 at the time or something? Yeah. I, I think started... His cheekbones hadn't developed yet? Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah, yeah I still yeah. had that pudgy body, and then I was like, I should probably learn how to throw a punch and get tattoos so I, people are scared of me. I now. think that was my... That was the <laughs> yeah. for show. Look how tough I am. I got tattoos. I got tattoos, motherfucker. Yeah, back up. Please don't hurt me. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I got to suck your dick if you don't beat me up. That was the biggest L I took in my life, too. Was in, I was uh, 13. I was in seventh grade. A uh, kid on a bus. I told him, fuck you. know, He said something to me. I was like, fuck you. Get off of my stop. Twice twice the size of him. Yeah. Uh, he gets off new fucking karate or jiu- whatever it is. I, I got kicked nine times in the face. Didn't see any of it. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm on the ground in the fetal position. Like Elizabeth Shue and leaving Las Vegas, <laughs> blood coming out of weird places. And I was like, "Oh fuck! I gotta, I gotta, I gotta learn to fight." My my dad, to his credit, we got like a punching bag, speak bad, yeah. put shit up, uh, yeah. went back and got that title and didn't lose since. But that one, I'll never forget it. And it's always those small guys yeah, that yeah. will light you the fuck up. Yeah, uh, dude, that's funny. You always say it. when I walk into a bar, you know, I I'm kind of one of those guys that immediately kind of assess the situation, yeah. right? what groups are in there, what is going to be a conflict. Yeah. Yep. 
And like, it's always like the big jack tattooed guys tend to be like the nice guys. And I'm not worried about that. I'm like, you're slow as fuck, dude. But it's always like the 180 guys that you can see are kind of fit. I'm like, that's the motherfucker Nick, it's the I don't the Palmashanos that walked in. Yeah. Like a leader I was, a, Palmashano. I was a bouncer for four years all through college. When a Palmashano walked in, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm dead serious. Anybody that, your size? That's not me, though. No, I know. I, I know it's not you, not but anybody attitude. your I'm size, body yeah. type. your size, body type, it, when that when when they walked yeah, in, got, I was the, like, got the little guy chip on the shit's shoulder, getting you know? fucked up tonight. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, no, like Eli guy. Like, yeah, yeah, Eli, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Fit guy, and you're yeah. just kind of like, all right, he's not a, that big a deal. I'll fucking take you. And then it's like, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Four foot six. Yeah. Extremely three ten, yeah. three ten, <laughs> really streamlined. Three ten, scrappy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah, I, a straight shoes. cross hits I think, you in I the think nuts. We all have a, like a beatdown story. Yeah, who who was as a kid? I you, got I got I grew up in Italy, so I was born in born in Rhode Island, and okay. then my dad uh, my dad is Italian, okay. but he's an American citizen. Went to Vietnam, etc. Uh, he had an opportunity to bring us back to Italy for his government job. So I grew up from like three to 10, I was in Naples. So I thought of myself as an Italian kid. Italian, Italy's culture is like super nice and chill and like kids, it's a great place to be a kid. I come back and I'm, I, I moved to Massachusetts outside of Boston. Totally different attitude. Right. Massachusetts, total bastards, right? And yeah. I, I love that I'm from Mass, sure. but like they were like, hey, Oh, you grew up in Italy? And I'm like, I'm thinking they're interested. They're yeah. like, say something in Italian. And then I would. And then they just beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> that was like 18 months of my life. Oh, children. And, and so, like, the, finally, like, the summer, uh, cur- like, I watched Karate Kid and I was like, I need to take karate. Yeah. And, and, a lot of people might not know about it. I never knew about that until you, you boxed amateur f- for quite some time, right? For a little while, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have like 12 bouts or something? Uh, 16 fights. 16 what, what was fights, your yeah. 14 and 2. Holy shit! Yeah. Look at that. That's a lot of people yeah. don't know about Nick. I was like, I'll, be, I'll beat your ass, I, dude. I did more time. I was like, heard his record. I was like, eh, I mean, uh, uh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. And, but, and you did uh, judo and wrestled. Yeah. But yeah, so like, uh, my parents tried to find me a karate place, and there wasn't anyone anything near. So they were like, Ah, what do you think about judo? And I was like, All right, I guess I'll do judo. Best fucking thing that ever happened to me because I actually learned something useful. Right. So then started getting into judo, and then went from judo to wrestling, and just have done combat sports since well, I was. Well, let 11. me ask you. Once you got into judo. What did, did some kid challenge you and you were like, all right, I finally get to use this. Let's go. The only time, so I've had, I had two. One where I had like a karate kid moment where there was a kid when I, when I got to middle school uh, that was like fucking with me. And he was a judo guy also from a rival school. Uh-huh. And we did get in a fist fight. It got broken up immediately. And then he was like, let's settle this at this tournament. And we had the tournament. I beat the shit out of yes. it. Yes. Wow. So like, then we were karate cool after that. Karate kid. Karate yeah, 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 like, kid. Yeah, I don't know who else was but, in but karate kid. But then we were super cool. Elizabeth Shue. Full circle. Full uh, and then circle. another time I got jumped. This was in high school. I got jumped and the kid hit me, like put one arm over my shoulder and it was just like perfect upon Sayanagi. So I just threw him and then punched him once in the face and it was over. And then people were like, oh shit, don't fuck with that guy. Yeah. Don't fuck with that guy. And it's funny back in like the high school days, even if it's just a haymaker on a guy like oh dude that guy can fight yeah it's like you know yeah it's almost like prison you should start that, that just that one yeah, fight ninth grade oh, yeah. and then it'll carry over all kids years. don't do this if i had to do it all over again i would yeah. have transferred high schools like junior year day one got in a fight with somebody beat the shit out of them and then just fought fight no one Road else the rest of yeah. Yeah. And girls yeah. girls would love you oh forever. yeah like, oh you know, so he's like, an Italian god. <laughs> he's an Italian god. The Italian stallion. They build a little Rocky statue for Nick outside your high school. Yeah. Kids are running up to that yep. in yep. the morning. You know, 
You're you're in the you're fighting meat. It's a short statue. You're fighting meat from carnivore club. (laughs) Man, I really could go for some meat right now. I know. If I could get like four pounds of meat delivered here. If we could get Carnivore Club to hang up some fucking meats in my garage, I'd go back and like the amount of meat that was in Predator Two at the end when they freeze it, just like a a whole warehouse full of hung beef. You're like blah blah blah. Will Carnivore Club bring me an endangered species? Yes, they will. I really want to beat up a gazelle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things I want. I want a rhino. It's, I want to tear into a rhino thigh. No one knows what a gazelle is. Yeah, you don't know what this a gazelle is, America. is, America. This is America. <laughs> Oh, shit. Is that yeah, Conor McGregor yeah. said that? Right? Yeah, no, that was it. Diaz. Oh, it was Diaz. Yeah, he was talking about... No one knows what like, the fuck a He's like, you don't like a gazelle. He's like, I don't know. What a, it's America. We don't know what a gazelle is. I'm like, no, no. I'm pretty sure every American knows what a gazelle is. If not just because every D-bag in the world puts that, like, you're either a lion or a gazelle thing. Either way, you've got to start running. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, Don't give me that motivation bullshit. If Diaz had that, that Benicio Del Toro fucking mumble to him, like in Usual Suspects. He yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like, great uh, idea, g- g- give me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. Benicio oh, Del Toro no. and Sicario. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. What a good movie. Hey, he's going to be in Star Wars. What a good movie, he's going to be in the new Star Wars. It's like the best line in that movie. Yeah. Uh, I actually got casted in the new... No, no I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. By the way, Matt Best has got a big announcement. Yeah. We're in Hollywood. Yeah. I'm the new Luke Skywalker. He's basically Congrats. the poster boy for Disney. Yeah. 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 Sleeved out, almost full body covered in tattoos, a beard. Yeah. Really, what I'm going we're, for. And look, we're hungover you, you shit. Know, I know we, a, I know we, we skipped this today. Uh, we're all drinking uh, Starbucks and Lead Slingers whiskey. I know we skipped it. We got, we, we went out last night in L.A. We got super trashed, and uh, that is our drink of the day. I know we skipped that, but we're trying to pick well, it up please, this morning. Please don't hate us for drinking the the hipster bucks because Starbucks is only it was the nearest place to the studio. Yeah. So it's it's Starbucks and Lead Slingers. I tried Slingers, to stop Evan is rolling. I tried to stop right them. I know. I know. <laughs> Black Rifle Coffee is like, no. <laughs> no, don't do this. No. Sorry, Evan. I'm sorry. I will drink your coffee next time. <laughs> um, uh, what, what else we got going on here in L.A.? We're locking the edit this week. We are uh, Let's talk to Eli. Let's chopping up Eli shop. We are. We are. Eli, uh, you got to be in the movie in Range 15. I did. It was great. Was it the best movie you've ever seen? Ever. I haven't even watched it yet. No, that would be, what was I've your experience? One. Eli's a veteran as well, but what was your experience on set, man? Like, how'd you... It was, was fucking chill. Like you're Ross, sets. seeing being on different sets, Ross kills it when it comes to like speed. All you guys kill it when it comes to that speed, getting shots done. Yeah, it's a bunch. of, It's like having one being already set up. Yeah, our <laughs> girls hate that about us though. <laughs> <laughs> speed. Yeah. But um. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, folks. I'll be here all week. Seriously, folks. I'll be here all week. But when you go on to like, I've been on commercial shoots when I shit the one with uh, Schwarzenegger, and that was like we shot six shots in twelve hours. Yeah. It's just the slowest thing you can do. And then going to that, I was like, oh, this is nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, you actually get to act all day. The problem is, you know, you wish you could get more coverage sometimes. Yeah. But you guys are used to that over there. Yeah. And uh, you guys are doing some stuff with Hulu right now, right? Yeah. They uh, they announced the D404, which is, um, I'm not sure what all I can say. It's their sci-fi series that they're doing. So um, that's that comes out... Uh, Probably at the end of the year or next year. I know that we're cool. starting to shoot it soon. Nice. So. But they'll be up on like Rocket Jump and all that. If people yeah, want to Rocket Jump, cool. Hulu, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and we should get to the Drinking Bro of the Week. We should. We should. Uh, and who would, who, would, who would we like to nominate this week? Um, I'm actually going to be nice and give it to Eli and Rocket Jump for taking yeah. care of us for so much. Oh, oh my God. Do we all get to nominate someone? 
No, no, no. Just, you, it's just, just one, just one drinking bro. Just, 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 just you are a magical yeah. boy. <laughs> you are a magical boy to have us out do, for doing the Black well, Rifle and, Coffee commercial. And yeah, and Rocket Jump, you guys have you know helped us out throughout the last couple little bits, networking with us and doing some other stuff. So we appreciate it, man. And it's always a good time. Just so everyone out there knows, Matt is staring longingly into Eli's face right now. Yeah, this is a real a, moment. This yeah. is not bullshit. As Matt closes in, <laughs> his penis slowly touches the mouth of Eli. You've been working on it, James Earl Jones. It's trying. Getting, it's I, Vincent good. Marcus is so good at it. You know, it's, I'm get, it's getting it. better. It's trying. You know? It's getting. It's getting it's really. Like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, it's going so good. I feel so great. <laughs> Starbucks. Oh my god, best day ever. Oh uh, god, we've had it about 19 days in a row. Uh, I will say this though, they're fucking breakfast. Sandwiches. It's a solid sandwich. It's a solid sandwich. Probably goddamn delightful. A lot of butter. A lot, a lot of butter. Of, yeah. yeah, it is not. And I gotta tell you, you, that doesn't bother me in any way, shape, yeah. or form. Me neither. I know. It's amazing. I've I've seen her body. Yeah. You know his record was fourteen and two. And <laughs> you're you're just saying that, like, like Matt, yeah. you're a Ferrari. Like everything, you know, like it looks good and it runs. When it's at its best, it runs great. Like I'm more of a dump truck. You know, like I'm not gonna break. I'm not gonna break down. I'm gonna keep moving. You, I can. I drive, blow a gasket on the side of the road. Yeah, you can drive through a wall. You know, like that's what I'm. Yeah, hit me a lot. Like that's a good analogy. I'm like, don't scratch the paint. Yeah. This yeah. is a 2017. Oh, not, not the face. Yeah. Not the face. That's the not money the maker. Face. Yeah, I'm yeah. the same way. That's the money maker. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. Throw me off a horse, Ross. Yeah. You know, yeah. whatever. That was you an did. arm. You only missed my hip. I still have the scar here. It's nice. But your yeah. lips, they, it was, it was like getting collagen without it's the collagen. Thank you. <laughs> it was a nice thing that I did for you. I saved your life. Matt, your lips are a little small. Let me get you bucked off so a horse. It'll plump on right up. So this is what it's like to be around Matt all the time. So like JT, Matt, and I did BuzzFeed a while ago. Right? And we did this thing. And like... There's like a thousand comments, right? And eight out of ten comments, like as you go down, are like, oh, that that Army Ranger guy is so hot. Like all chicks. (laughs) Then like every once in a while, somebody would be like, Oh, you know, the Air Force guy and that officer guy are pretty cute too. And JT and I would like high five. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not that ugly. God damn it, I hate him. (laughs) So beautiful. That was funny, the, the camo cast I had on back then. And yeah. Everything. That was good. Yeah. That was good. a good look for you. Yeah. That was a good look I've been for switching you. up. I've been going kind of that hipster hair shit lately. You know, I, I feel yeah. like it's, I'm I'm 30 now. So yeah. it's like, I gotta. Hey, hey let's talk about this time. on a show for dudes. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. But, 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 but let's. <laughs> yeah. But let's. Because this will bring us up to our hatred of Dan Bulls here. But I'm talking to you. Yeah. Because I feel like you got to switch it up to get rid hey of Hey guys, so today on Vanity Drinking Bros. I'm just saying because I know people have been like, what's Matt doing? Matt, what fragrance are you wearing right now? Um, your mom. <laughs> your mom. He just goes fifteen and two. No, but I think you're switching it up because Bulzarian stole your look. By the way, you know I'm still convinced on this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? I, I haven't gone. I've had that same hairstyle since I was seventeen years old. So. Have you ever been stopped? Has anybody like stopped you in the street and said, "Oh, dude, Dan"? You no one, no one in person has been like, oh, you're Dan. I get all the time, you look like Dan Bilzerian. I'm like, cool, he looks like a washed up version of me. So yeah, yeah. Perfect, <laughs> no, you know? and that's what it is. And like, I'm still convinced he copied your look and was like, all right, cool. Because yeah, yeah. the rest of his shit is, is, you know, stolen. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the Matt. He's the Matt Best Stolen Valor guy. You know? <laughs> he's that. He's that. Yeah. <laughs> stolen Valor. We see him. No, I got. Like I said before, I got nothing with Dan B. But you know, he's. I do actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about yeah. that later. Well, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, look. This was this was a fun experience. The four of us all sitting around together. This was a nice night. This campfire. Was a nice night campfire. we had. It's a campfire. A nice night. And, and with that, this podcast is brought to you by Carnivore Club. 
Um, what goes meat. great with, with, with both beer and meat? God damn it. You know what it is. You know what it is. It's meat. For those meat, <laughs> lo- meat eaters listening, imagine this. Imagine every month somebody packs two pounds of the tastiest, high-quality, dry-cured meat they can find into a box, and then they mail that box to you. It's almost as if you put my dick in a box. That's about two pounds, and you got mailed my dick every week. That would be the greatest goddamn thing in your life. And it's a new meat every month. Uh, so you got venison jerky, wild boar salami, spicy spreadable pork, you name it. It's a real thing. It's called Carnival Club. Taste it for yourself. Go to carnivoreclub.co and sign up. Use the promo code DRINKINBROS to get 10% off your first box. And I think we all remember our first box. I know Matt does. Uh, she was Puerto Rican, right? <laughs> I don't, if she wasn't, she wasn't. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here Her to judge. Her name was Alexis, actually. Was it really? Yeah, that's weird if you're watching this show. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey Alexis. Hey. It's yeah. great losing her virginity together. Hey, hey Alexis. Uh, send Matt a, a, a fax. You fax him. No, a, a gra- a mail gram or whatever they're called, please. Yeah. Yeah, seal, yeah. Send, seal leather send just with perfume in, in it or something. Send some shit in here. Well, for Eli from Rocket Jump, from Nick Palmashano, Mr. Matt Best. Jared, Jared is gone, Rocco's gone, and you know goddamn right I'm, I'm Ross Patterson. Uh, good night, everyone. Thank you, you. for being here. I love you. Dicks, 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 dicks.